This episode is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the YDF Media Network and the Disney Dads Podcast. There's nothing better than traveling to Walt Disney World over the holidays. Right now, we have an amazing offer going on for our Disney Dads family. Tell me a little bit about it, Jamie. I'm so excited to be able to bring this incredible offer to our family, and that is if you book a vacation package now through the end of December 2019, we are giving a complimentary party ticket to either Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So contact us for details, and we can get you that incredible offer. Contact us at show at awaywithmetravel.com, and we can't wait to get you to these amazing parties today. And now this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by our amazing Patreon members. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your... To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason and for those of you who are new to the show, we talk a little bit about us, a lot about Disney and guys, tonight I'm super excited because we are going to talk about some huge, huge news. In fact, pondering this, you guys, this is news that our grandkids are going to be um, partaking in. I mean, this is some pretty big stuff and we're going to talk D23 tonight, guys. So before we do that, Justin, how you doing? I'm good, man. I am super excited with all this news coming out of D23. It's everything that I wanted and more uh, because it has to do with a lot of my favorite places around uh, Disney properties. So I'm absolutely ecstatic that we're going to be talking about all this love, uh, lovely new uh, brand new news that came out. I'm really upset tonight because I had the pleasure of having you side by side with recording with me last week. And here I am all by my lonesome self today. I mean, I have the pleasure of having you guys over the monitor, but it's not, it's not the same having a tickle buddy next to me. So um, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're almost a thousand miles away, but uh, I do miss you. But other than that, I'm doing OK. So, you know, on hindsight, everything else is OK. But uh, I'm excited to talk about this Disney news tonight. That's for sure. I'm sending a virtual tickle your way right now. There it comes. I can feel it now. That that giggle's not the same though if I'm not in person. <laughs> I really, I really feel like the third <laughs> wheel guys when you talk mushy like that. I'm just, it's I'm just you know saying. what though, it's okay to be the third just, wheel in that situation. Trust yeah. me. Okay, that's the wheel <laughs> yeah, you want to be. I'm thinking it's okay. You're. I, I would like to be the outside wheel if we all threw. Oh, never mind. Anyways, moving on. Mike, tell us a little bit about some of your favorite news that uh, you heard this week. You know, we, we've kind of heard the rumblings and possibilities of what was, but we really got some more details on the Star Wars uh, resort that's going to be coming out. You know, it's going to be a Starship cruiser. Uh, it's going to have two nights of activities. Uh, it's They haven't confirmed the price, but I know it's going to be pretty expensive. But I think when you talk about experiences and, you know, having time away, I think it's going to be well worth it. I know we've talked about it on the Facebook page before. It's something that I'm really going to do. Uh, the 12-year-old boy in me is really excited about that because it's just something that I was such a part of my life growing up, my childhood. Um, I was sick as a kid. I, I never really even got into that story, but I was in the hospital for a long time. Um, and Star Wars is my favorite thing. I mean, I pretty much had every Star Wars toy you can imagine because uh, I was a sick kid uh, in my early childhood. And uh, that was something that brought me joy, those movies. So I really had a huge collection of Star Wars. So this really, really hits home with me. And it's, uh, it's something that I really cherish. And I can't wait to really get into that, you know? Can I can I, can I intervene here? Because um, I'm right there with you, uh, Mike. Let me ask you on this um, two things. Uh, I would like to um, 
uh, address about the news, um, the the interactive experiences that you're going to have. So, uh, Justin, I, I think it was you that mentioned that um, this is almost going to be a destination itself. You might not even have to leave the hotel, all right? And if you do, um, you know, they're going to end up in probably uh, Bantu. And, you know, if you're on a special mission, um, it, it might be a guided mission. And, and this is what the, where I was taking it where um, you as the resort guest are on this mission and they take you to Bantu and I and you have a have a guest you know a Jedi guide but you're actually going to be giving a show to us visitors that are there you know so it's all going to be intertwined together that was number one and number second point I wanted to bring out was the people who don't want to uh, who maybe can't do that um, I'm going to call that here there you know like you got the Phineas and Ferb on the world showcase all right I know they're going to come out with something like that. Mark my words, it's going to be augmented reality. It's going to be with your cell phones, and it's going to take you there. I'm telling you, um, this is a great, great whole experience. I'm excited. Justin, are you? I wish they would do something like Agent P's World Showcase in every park, and I think Bantu's the perfect place to do that. Not only am I excited about this, I'm excited from the second you get there. Um, they the, the story begins the second you pull up. I mean, they are now uh, putting you on a... A cruiser and you are taken off to your to your really destination the the starship cruiser and you are there and you said you were saying jay like with a two-day um experience look there's going to be places in the ship to where you're going to be able to go and interact whether you're on the bridge and you're learning how to navigate um an asteroid field or you're learning how to uh the defense systems work and they said in the uh, panel they said listen those things that you you might think is just fun, you might need those down the line uh, during your two day two night stay because you never know what's going to happen whenever you're uh, in a galaxy far far away, as they say. So, how cool would it be if they could start your journey from when you get off the plane and in, in uh, Orlando Airport and have a special Magic Express just for that particular hotel and have a cast member or someone really start you off on your journey just from the minute you get off the plane to your destination. Think about if they had their own thing where you walked through it and then you got into a uh, like a cab or whatever. But it had um, I don't even know if you could you could possibly do this. It'd have to be like some sort of party van kind of, but where the windows in the back were all screens. That would be you awesome. Know, augmented so reality there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike, when you said that, it brought me back to Marine Corps boot camp. When you're talking, all I could think of was like Darth Vader and a drill instructor <laughs> had just get off the plane, get over here. Hey, um, but listen, uh, one thing, and then we can move on from here, guys. Um, a lot of this is going to have to be the individual person and their imagination. Okay, yeah, let's let's yeah. be real here. All right, so let me ask you, Mike, as a as a you know successful, um, you, you know you're 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 up there, you're moving up the ladder. Um, you're a mechanic on as a trade, so you're very mathematical in your thought process. Would you be able to just let's say you went down there with me and Justin? Would you be able to just let the world go and absorb yourself in and go? You know what? They really are stormtroopers coming at us. Would you be able to do that? Well, I think we all do that in some sense of the world when we walk into Magic Kingdom. I mean, we all kind of let our professional guard down. We all kind of let that kid inside of us come out. I mean, listen, it's the only place you can walk around appropriately with Mickey ears. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're not going to do that anywhere well, else. Says you. You know, well, you know, yeah, most of us. <laughs> most of us normal people. I could, guys. But, um, I could. I'll be honest you with you. You could definitely do it, yes. I could let it go. But I would you, cry. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just be good. You, we, we all, we all kind of let our guard down and kind of exhale when we get to the parks on a regular basis. I, I couldn't see how something that I'd be so excited about not really get into the moment and role play and play into that. I, um, I'm absolutely, absolutely excited about that, guys. I would like to move on from Star Wars if we can because we got a lot of stuff to cover here. Um, I want to shoot over to um, Epcot right away. And the reason I want to move to Epcot is I would like to go ahead and start in the world of nature. Okay. Um, guys, all kinds of stuff is coming out with this. Uh, well, first of all, let's let's can we just go ahead and talk about the um, the neighborhoods that were that, that were created? I mean, sure. We have uh, the world of nature, the world showcase, which we all uh, are familiar with, the world of discovery, and the world of celebrations. Um, the world of nature uh, has the journey of water from Moana. Now, did you guys see this? Where you're actually going to be able to play with living water? I mean, how? I mean, when I'm reading this or hearing about this, I'm like, how fun is this? They're saying you're going to be able to interact with water in a way you've never interacted uh, Right, before. exactly. I mean, those, and yes, you worded it much better than I did because how, how exciting is that? And it's physics, so I'm wondering <laughs> how that works. Is that going to be Gra- over by Gravity's figment? a real thing. 
where they're going to use those because the, the concept art looked like it was those fountains were going to be put into play. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things, too, where I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of this isn't outdoors. Um, okay. I, I think it's going to get its whole a whole new area, its own designated spot. Um, and then you're bringing in not only the soundtrack, but I wouldn't be shocked if there's not a Moana meet and greet back there as well. I'm I'm thoroughly excited about that uh, above anything. Um, Mike, did you have anything you wanted to add to that Moana? No, I have a feeling they're going to add some stuff back there. If they're going to uh, maybe some water screens, you know, we've seen that mm, in the parks cool. quite a go, bit. Yeah. Um, you know, they've had some. Maybe they'll have a new technology with projections in the screen, something better than what we've seen before. Uh, I'd like to see that. I mean, that would be a kind of cool way to play with water. Maybe you can, you know, sculpt your own images out of the water to make your own. Uh, you know, just something. I'm sure there's a technology breakthrough that they're working on in order to release this. I don't think it's just going to be a regular run of the mill, you know, play with water kind of fountain thing. Uh, I think the way they announced it, there's going to be something big with that. I, I'm thoroughly excited to see what the Imagineers have for us. Um, you know, also when you move up to the Land Pavilion, um, I guess they're putting in the Awesome Planet, which is going to showcase the spectacular beauty and diversity of, of our planet. Um, I think that's a great fit in there. Do you guys remember when the Lion King was there? Yeah, and I, yeah. my first Disney trip, those those pictures, like the Lion King theater uh, posters, were so faded from the UV, and I'm like, "What is going on here? You guys can't even replace the um, the thing." So I'm excited that something is going in there that's new, and and I, I believe there was a newer thing in there. But anyways, my point is, is the Awesome Planet is going in there, and um, and that's going to pretty much uh, wrap up uh, the World of Nature SD23. If we're going moving counterclockwise, guys, if you picture Epcot, the World of Nature is over where the land is and, and figments and the seas. Um, so we're going to go counterclockwise and we're going to move up to the World Showcase just so you got an idea of where we're at. Yeah, now you have uh, a brand new Circle Vision um, movie coming to Canada. Look, it's the first time that's going to be a 360 degree. It's going to be one screen. It's going to be beautiful. And uh, all new film coming to Canada Uh I haven't done this in quite a while. I wonder if they're uh, if they're bringing back Martin Short to uh, to reprise his role on the Canadian film because uh, he look he's fantastic. He he brought a little humor to the show. But this is not a must do for me with this new edition. Do you guys think you will say okay? We need to go see it. I'll see it just to see it, man. But you know, but if you notice, like I've only done it once, and when I did it, yeah. everybody was looking forward, and I'm like, I'm the one guy turning around, looking, turning. Around. It felt very awkward for me. I look like a crazy. Well, it works for you because you're tall. Sure, I look sure. like a crazy person dodging traffic, yeah. trying to get around people to see and all I'm, the uh, parts of the screen. <laughs> right, and I'm turning around and like I'm turning, and people are glancing at me, and we're like making eye contact. I'm like, this is weird. Don't be looking at me, dude. I'm trying to look at the screen. So I, I'll check it out, Mike. How about you? I've never done it, and to be honest, I really don't have a desire to do it. <laughs> it's it's kind of neat, man. It's it fine. is. Yeah, it yeah. Is it, neat. But it, it, it's to get out I of just, heat, too. Uh, there are just so many other better things to do in World Showcase. Especially than now. Movie. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, my time in World Showcase can be precious, and there's so much when it comes to adventures and eating and, you know, to kind of take in the outside scenery. I don't really want to be in a movie. I mean, I'm okay with doing movies and some movie ride stuff, but I don't know. Just. Too much knowledge. I don't, I'd, rather, I'd rather be, uh, you know. Can I? Can I? Can I be devil's advocate? Can I be devil's advocate here for a sec? Of course. Um, when I did that the first time, guys, um, I fell in love with Canada. What a beautiful it's country beautiful. it yeah. is! I'm telling you, man, it is breathtaking scenery that they take you on. Um, and also, uh, China did the same thing. They've uh, upgraded yep. Yep. their 360, and it's digital and seamless. And and so that's another one to check out because that's another beautiful country, Mike. So you can knock out two 360s uh, in one day. Do they offer drinks? I, when I will. I will. I, yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. Man. You don't get one with the no, movie, right? No, There's no, no yeah. Um, right, I'll pass. Two things. One, for those of you who have never been back into the Canada Pavilion, they, they probably have the most breathtaking waterfall on Disney property um, back there. It's a beautiful place to take a picture. Two, when we talk about movies in these uh, pavilions, I don't know if you guys remember or not, when Maelstrom was there, I've never felt so bad for a cast member as I did the Norway cast members who would, after you got off Maelstrom, try to get you to watch the 14-minute video of, <laughs> of Norway. And they'd be saying, come on, stay, stay, stay. And people were just, you couldn't get across that theater fast enough to get to Little get Viking, you have not hit your quota today. <laughs> and he was begging people, come on, stay, oh, that's stay. Funny. You know. 
Yeah. I've never stayed for that. I've always walked out. No, everyone always walks out, you know? It's like the one person might sit in the front row and that's it. Oh, you stayed high, Jason? Hey, man, I'm Norwegian. It's, right? it's your heritage. It's my you heritage. I got to. Yep. Every, uh, sure. And I tell the people that and they look at me like I was mudblood or something. Like, you're not You're not real. You're not a real you know Norwegian. What happened? You know what happened is the guy caught Jason's eye. He's always looking for one eye to catch. And Jason looked at him and then went, oh, now I have to. <laughs> I'm such all a right. sucker. I'm I am. In. I'm, I'm in. A, Let's do this. All these people, all these, the Sam's Club, all these people that sell these things in Sam's Club, the site, I buy. I got pots, pans, pillows. I'm a sucker. <laughs> I am a sucker through and through, guys. Let's move on before I incriminate myself more. So, you know, one thing that I'm super excited about is France is going to get the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Now, I've had the wonderful experience of doing a sing-along with my good buddy Justin over in Hollywood Studios. So if, it, if this Beauty and the Beast sing-along is anything like the sing-along over in Hollywood Studios, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a good, fun time. It's a nice, refreshing uh, break of the day. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. And, you know, we Beauty and the Beast has a lot of catchy songs. Do you want to build Enchanted Rose? Watch the petals fall. I'm just going to bring pudding to throw at uh, Gaston. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> I hope they do mimic uh, what they did at Hollywood Studios because that is the perfect sing-along because it's, it is that adult humor, but you also have, of course, those the songs which are fantastic. Yep. Um, even after you've heard them 10,000 times, it's still great. Uh, so I really hope they kind of mimic that. I don't know if they have the same amount of space as they do over there, but you know Disney's always—they're amazing at the amount of space they have that we never see. So they'll, yeah. I'm sure, have a have a great spot to put that, and everyone's going to be able to go in, get out of the heat, sing some tunes. I'm ready for it. And you know, one of the other things that we have coming to France as well is Remy. 100% all the way around the board. I'm ready for it, guys. Um, uh, from the attraction to um, look. I love me some Remy. Remy and Figment are my two go-tos, man. I mean, they are the look. Me personally, I think they're the face of Epcot. I mean, it's it's mm, Figment, definitely. Figment, and Remy's his little sidekick. So that's where I'm going to leave that. Did you guys see the uh, magnets for food and wine? There's two different magnets: the September one and October one. One is um, Remy, okay, uh, and the other one, which I don't have a Remy, <clears throat> which I don't have a Remy magnet, and the other one is Minnie with a chef's hat. So. Both really, really cool magnets. Yeah. And I'll be down there for both, so I'll be able to scoop you guys up some magnets. Well, if you can, I would mm. much appreciate it because I, I love every, th- every special gift you send up to me from these amazing things. I absolutely love. Mike, you included, man. I love my little gifts from you guys. Um, can we move on to the – can we move back one to the UK? And let's talk yeah, about – let's 100%. talk Mary Poppins. Um, look, anybody that listens to the show knows I'm a huge fan of Mary Poppins. I love I love that time frame. I love um, the, the Mary Poppins character, the meet and greets how about an attraction cherry tree lane how fun is that going to be and we talked about that about a year and a half ago yeah, I think. we did we talked about this on a show so i'm curious to see uh rachel was throwing some stuff out. i said you know rich i think i talked about that where because we were talking about uh, an attraction mm-hmm. one of us i don't know someone was talking about it but anyways um i think we were imagineering we were and episode. i did imagine you know what i did imagineer and a Mary, a Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins attraction. Yeah, I sure yeah. did, didn't I? Yes, now yeah. that memory brings me right. So we'll see how close I got to it and how much my good my good friend, the Imagineer, listens to the show. Anyways, I'm, I'm taking credit for something I probably shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's you, what we do. The UK you know? Pavilion, that's all that's going to go there as far as I know, um, but that's a lot, and, and I love me Mary Poppins. Guys, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, Mary Poppins is great. You know, I've said it before. I think I mentioned it before on a podcast. Sarah actually met uh, Julie Andrews. She did an interview with her. And I said, you know, you actually met like a true live Disney princess. I mean, when you think about it, yeah. I mean, how many of them are really flesh and blood yeah. out there like that? And uh, yeah, she got to spend a half an hour with her, did an interview with her for a newspaper. Uh, she won some kind of contest. And uh, she was super cool in person. And uh, it would be cool to see her maybe for the opening at the park. Oh, there we go. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and when they, and when they... how about the announcement? Dick Van Dyke coming out. They did the step in yeah. time um, with the chimney sweeps, and then Dick Van Dyke comes out, and uh, he has his moment. Look, for the guy is, he's, what, in his mid-90s by now? I think he's he... 112 years old, to be honest with you. I Dude, really do. I'm telling you, man. He absolutely can still rock it. I mean, he is a rock star, if there was ever a rock star, um, when it came to that. And uh, 
the coolest thing that I, he said when he was on stage, he said something to this nature. He said, Walt Disney was a creative genius who looked at the world through a child's eyes. That's the magic of Mary Poppins. Yeah. And cute. man, is that not true. It's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, I, it's, he's, it's perfect. We're going to be riding Walt's vision. I yeah. mean, this was Walt's baby. So I am, I am super excited about Mary Poppins coming into the uh, UK pavilion. You know, a lot of us said goodbye on our recent trip to Illuminations. You know, that's uh, kind of going by the wayside. And starting October is going to be the Epcot Forever, uh, which will debut the past, present, and future of Epcot. That's going to be kind of the fireworks show. But it's just a preview for what's coming. Harmonious is going to be a celebration of Disney magic. Uh, the Captain Marvel composer, Pinar Toparak, is going to be the person who puts the music together for this. And according to Disney, it's going to be the largest ever fireworks spectacular. So, listen, how that's 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 a pretty high standard when it comes to Disney. When, it, when you put a uh, an exclamation point on that, saying that it's going to be the largest ever, uh, that's pretty big. I I'm I, I can't wait to see the, uh, the the forever one that's going to come out. We'll be able to catch that in May, I believe, and then soon after we're going to have harmonious. I think one of the best quotes I saw coming from this uh, this this harmonious was celebrating how the music of Disney inspires people around the world. How exciting mm-hmm. is that? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I, I'm I'm very very much ready to uh, to experience this, but. Like you said, Mike, let's experience Epcot Forever first. I would like to uh, see that one as well. And Justin, you will see that one here coming up soon. Will you not? Yes, I'll see both. So, well, maybe. I uh, I had said my goodbyes to Illuminations. I, we had broke yep. up officially. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd even like put it on Facebook and everything that it was my status. Um, but now I'm going to be back down there. And I'm gonna be able to maybe you know you you always think with the next man what if you know what if we just you know spent one more day together maybe it would it would work and I don't know I, don't I know thought it I was done forever I thought it was done it's in end of September oh yeah, okay so, I'm sorry okay. yeah so all I'm right. gonna be down there and then I'll be back in October with my new girlfriend Epcot forever so okay all right it'll be good you, I don't know we'll you, see you're gonna bring your wife with you right I might play the field we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the I'm playing the nighttime spectacular field. Well, right? I'll tell you what, when they things happen at Food and Wine. <laughs> right. What happens at Food and Wine stays there, guys. Just leave it at that. Hey, um, but that was a pretty bold comment. Um the biggest the biggest of uh, yeah, the Disney huge. Park. So yeah. um I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh man, it could be world changing. Um here's the thing though, is when they that sets a bar for a show though. So it could, mm-hmm. so it can only get bigger after that if they want to change it, you know, or better. So uh, that's that's what I love about Disney is it really kind of brings that bar up every time with technology and everything else. Um, moving on, lads, let's go over to um, the world of Discovery because this is going to be my jam. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, this screams you. So uh, and and the, I, I want to start with, um, if you guys don't mind, I would like to start with um, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Cosmic Rewind. Okay. Now, we talked briefly about that. Um, I really don't want to get into it because we did talk, you know, I guess we talked more than briefly of it. However, um, the name Cosmic Rewind, uh, family-friendly attraction. Uh, we're talking doom buggies on steroids, you know, moving around uh, to what, looking at what you need to see. Guys, before, I, look, guys, just give me a quick, like, give me your thoughts on this now that you've come out with the name of it. Um the direction that the thing is going excited thumbs up thumbs down what are your thoughts real quick you want to uh, hear exactly what my thoughts are yes. they're like this ha ah, because it's ah backwards get it Uh-oh. ah gotcha ah, see cuz i'm shooting backwards ah, right, in space right 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 look we're getting the first uh uh we're getting shot backwards into space and uh, like you said, man, these things, they are doom buggies on steroids. What a great way to put that because they're going to turn you and you're going to be facing exactly where you need to face. I am most excited about the soundtrack, though. I think this soundtrack is going to scream Justin with his white T-shirt rocking, you know, teenager style back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for this soundtrack. I think it's just going to be on repeat in my head. Uh, as I walk around World Showcase, I can picture you with a mullet. I really can doing this. Would you be disappointed if it was like a classical music the whole time? What if it was? What if it was just, just they're, they're setting us up for this huge? Like, well, what if what if it's like Backstreet Boys or New Kids on the Block? Whether all right, let's not get into that because I was I look. I mean, I grew up in that era too. So okay, all right, that's all right, that's okay. I'm not busting on them. I mean, they were great bands. Just I was not into. You guys want to know something you don't time. know about me? What's that? Please tell. I me. went to an NSYNC concert when I was younger. Did you? Yeah. 
Oh, I've heard that. Story. I've never heard twenty thousand girls scream Justin like like they did that how, that night. How, how old were you? It was my perfect evening. How old? Were um, twenty six. Okay, all right. No, yeah, I'm, kidding. I'm, right. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was huh. like, I was like, uh, I was like sixteen, and well, I took up. My best probably, friend who was a girl. You probably so, were yeah. smarter than than most of us. We're probably all looking at you, going, "That's genius, man." They That's they it. kept screaming, Justin. And I kept screaming, "Stop it! Stop!" <laughs> hey, Justin. Hey, listen, Justin is uh, quite the performer. So I, I would JT, love to. Man. I would love to see him sometime. So you definitely got that up on me. Um, Mike, um, you are an '80s <laughs> rockin' guy, man. I bet you this is all you, isn't it? And you know, I have a little confession to make. Uh, I'd never watched any of the Marvel movies before till very recently. Uh, Laura and I have been binge watching them, and we've been watching them in order. And we're just about up to uh, Infinity Wars and Endgame. Uh, it's it's been something that Laura and I have been really enjoying. Guardians was a fantastic movie. I really, really like Guardians a lot. The soundtrack was amazing. Uh, so both Laura and I are excited for this. At first, I was excited because it was a roller coaster and it was going to be fun, and I really didn't watch Guardians. That, I'd never really watched Guardians before. But now that Laura and I have watched the movies and we're really behind the whole Marvel thing, uh, I'm really excited for that too. I, I wish it was coming out sooner, but uh, you know, it's, good things come to those who wait, and I'm sure they're going to do a you know, fantastic job. This thing is going to be on point, guys. I'm telling you, on point. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think – okay. I'm, I'm going to put you guys on the spot real quick. All right. You can only pick one. Okay. And it's the only, you can't ride the other attraction ever again. Okay. Or ever, because you haven't ridden it yet. Tron or Guardians? Guardians, 100%. Guardians. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Guardians all day, every day. Yep. yep. That thing's going to be awesome. It's. I think there's going to be a lot going on, and you're going to see something new for the first 10 or 15 times you ride it, because mm-hmm. so, there's going to be so much. Um Let's move on from there, guys, and let's head over to – actually, this is a perfect segue, actually, because we're already talking about a space adventure. Let's talk Space 220. Guys, I am so excited about this. Now, I now when Justin explained this to me here, because he, we were just talking in passing, and uh, I want you to explain, Justin, this, this – because it's not just someplace you eat. This is an experience. Yeah, it's a restaurant that – from the second you arrive, will uh, transport you to space. When you when it is, when you're it's your time to eat, you will board a elevator. It's a 220 mile high elevator, and below you is a screen. Around you are screens, and so everywhere you look, as you sit down to get ready, it look it from the from the art it look like you sit down. From when you sit down to go upstairs, uh, you will look down and you can see the you know you see Earth. You're on Earth, and then all of a sudden it shoots you up. 220 miles, and you'll leave Earth, and now you're heading into space to this uh, floating restaurant, you know, in, in space. It's absolutely an amazing, amazing concept of of how to do storytelling with Disney dining. Um, with the uh, restaurant itself, look, you are in space. There are going to be no views of the outside world except for of you in space and you're going to be able to see astronauts going by and other planets and meteors and, and all that great stuff. This, for me, was maybe maybe the second most exciting thing I heard during the whole panel because I love food. Mm-hmm. Two, I love Disney storytelling. And three, this is starting this year. This winter, people are going to be able to start eating at uh, Space 220. So I'm, I am over the top excited for this one. I'm checking the app every single day to see oh, when this ready. thing comes on, man. Just so hopefully, hopefully I can uh, get there in January. I'm very excited, Mike. Did, did we say if that was going to be a signature restaurant or if that was going to be a, it's a one credit? Is it a one credit? I don't know. I know it's the same people that um, the the same uh, people that are doing quite a few other restaurants. Guys, there they're going to price Earth. themselves right out if they do as a, as a two credits. Man, I, I tell you what, though, are they going to do it just as the experience? That thing is going to be impossible to touch. Can you think about all the? I guess you have it going for you. At least you're in Epcot. If mm-hmm. can you imagine this in Hollywood Studios? I mean, you wouldn't be able to touch it. There wouldn't yeah. be no way. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm. I'm really excited. In fact, when you were telling us that, I was like, "What? Wait, stop! What?" Um, let me tell you guys something here quick um, on a personal note. Uh, we, they have, we have an experience like that here locally in the Wisconsin Dells, and it's no, nothing to that caliber. But when my son was three, we, we took the elevator up to space. The whole time, he was just wanted to get back to Earth. 
That's it. He wanted to get back to Earth. <laughs> I had a three-year-old who was just like, we need to keep going down, Dad. We need to keep going down. It was absolutely hilarious. So now that he's older, man, I'm, I'm really excited for him to um, experience the, the real deal. Um, this Let is, me ask you guys this. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off, Jay. No, that's fine. Think about our kids, right? Yeah. Think about the technology they're growing up with. And think about if we had this type of technology when we were kids. Can you guys oh. imagine being a kid and going to a restaurant where you're transported into space? I just... It blows my mind. Mike, can you... I mean, can you possibly imagine being... There's 10-year-old Mike. You know, your your uh, your biceps are 36 inches around. And <laughs> you're giving noogies to all the people here on Earth. And you say, you know what? I need a break from noogie giving. I need to go to space, and now you can go up there and get you a 40-ounce porterhouse, right? Yep. You... <laughs> I... He's speechless. <laughs> Look at him. He just... <laughs> yeah, well, now, he's just, now he's just picturing a 40-ounce porterhouse. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very easily distracted. You, you got my, my mouth is watering, and I'm thinking about beating somebody <laughs> up. So, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's ab- absolutely incredible. I'm just trying to think in my own... It, if there was anything even remotely like that when we were kids, and, and no, there really wasn't, you know? I mean, uh, the Hayden Planetarium was tech, breaking technology to me, you know what I mean? Just sitting in the, the room and seeing the, the stars move, and it, that was as far as it went when it came to something like that, and the technology wasn't there either, you know? Oh. I mean, uh, you know, Disney when we were younger was the biggest technology we had. Well, the Viewmaster. Yeah, yeah. We had a thing like that in our school, but it was undersea. And the um, people, they would pick me up and they say, we're putting you under sea, Justin. And they would put me, my head through this little porcelain thing. And it would go, I'd go under the water and back out of the water. And <laughs> under the water and back out of the water. And every now there would be a hurricane, like, right going around my head. Nice. It was fun, though. You know, childhood. Well, anyways, I was going to, the, the Viewmaster is one that um, <laughs> totally was, blew my mind when I was a child. You know, the, 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 the yeah. Grand Canyon, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, wow, this Click. is 3D. Click. This is incredible. Yeah. It feels like I'm really there. Anyways, um, hey guys, moving on from Space 220, which I find that incredible name. And in fact, I was to Unrage, I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to say Space 220. I'm going to say, hey, did you get us our ADRs at the 220? Yeah. That's, I love it. That's, that's how I'm going to coin that one, the 220. Um, and another one was um, the Play Pavilion. How yeah. cool is this? Like a small metrop- metropolis area mm-hmm. where um, there wasn't really a whole lot, just um, there's some pretty pretty bold words like um you know a city bursting with games and activities you know what i mean so um is this gonna kind of be are we gonna get a carnival feel but in a metropolis i kind of went to zootopia in my mind when when they were talking about this so um is there anything about this play pavilion other than i know we'll experience it um that's really standing out for you i was thinking they were gonna go to a vr experience oh that'd be cool Mm-hmm. A couple of VR stations, try different things, different areas. That's what I was kind of hoping they were going to go with. You know, uh, even space themed, yeah. you know, VR. Yeah, love stuff. it. So, I mean, we've talked about that before on the episodes about, you know, making some VR mm-hmm. attractions, and maybe this is their opportunity to do that. You know, I'm, I love it. I'm really excited too to see. I, I'm, I'm glad Disney's going in a way, it seems like they are at least, to where they. It's not it's not a set thing. Like this technology can be changed and upgraded and you know, throughout time. Because I think a lot of things they've done in the past, it's been a look, we're gonna put a permanent structure here and the way technology moves, it's almost impossible to keep up with it. With doing something like this where hey, it's let's play and now we can rotate in you know, different technologies yeah. throughout time. Look, bring in sponsorship again. Mm-hmm. Bring in sponsorship and let them bring in the technologies. Let them constantly show people what's on the, what's on the horizon, what's coming next. Um, be that forefront. Be the be the uh, the place where people go to learn about what the future looks like. Because that's what Epcot was designed to do. So this is your perfect opportunity to do that. Absolutely, hands on, man. Let 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 a let a kid. You know, we stress that all the time. Let a kid experience something and plant the seed, mm-hmm. guys. That's all we need to do is just plant the seed. These are the future Imagineers. Um, can we can we go ahead and shift over to? Um, well, it, it, well, let's let's talk about the my uh, spaceship Earth. Yeah, oh, let's, let's talk excited. about this new. This, I mean, now, now, actually, you know what, Justin, you explained it the best to me. I'm not even going to try to articulate it as well as you did. Why don't you tell me what's going on with this? So, Spaceship Earth's going under a 
refurbishment. Um, when it's under its refurbishment, we're going to be getting some new scenes. There's still going to be scenes that you've always known. We're getting new narration. But my thing I took from this and I really loved is that it's a continual storyline told by a single figure. And the single figure is not a person. It's not a um, something Disney's created. It's light. Because, look, if there's something that's that's always been at the base of, of, uh, of human civilization and, and progress is light. Without it, we, we have nothing. So you follow light through times and through human civilization and, and uh, the progress we've made um, as a human race. I love what they're doing here. Um, Mike, when you saw this, you know, look, Spaceship Earth to to us is 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 one thing to others it may be something else and i think that's what makes that attraction really unique is we all have our scenes we like we all have our uh favorite narrator from the past we have things you know when you heard they're changing narration they're changing the a couple scenes we're getting new scenes new storyline what's your take are you excited or are you like oh don't touch my spaceship earth uh it's one of those rides attractions that should be changing you know that's the whole point of it as time changes uh from what i've read the story is going to be pretty much the same up until the point where the boy is selling the newspapers Mm -hmm. and from that point on is where you're going to get a whole new storyline where they're going to really take it to the next level and do a lot of drastic changes you know we've mentioned before because we've talked about that ride in detail uh there's a lot more track up there so there's a possibility where they could really be expanding this to where we didn't think it was possible before you know maybe there's going to be a huge redesign in the, in the track cars or just something that will take us a little bit further uh on this ride and get us some more scenes and some more viewpoints but i'm really excited for it uh i think that's one of those rides that as it's being closed and under refurbishment for the next couple of years, I'm really, really going to miss that on our vacations, you know, when I'm down there with the family, mm-hmm. because it's just one of those vacations where we'll ride it multiple times, and I'll ride it with Laura, I'll ride it with Sarah, I'll ride it with Sammy. We've all had our times, you know, kind of going through the little scenes and talking our own and having our little conversations and sidebars as we're going through, and I'm going to miss those moments, you know, and um, that's one of those rides that can really just kind of exhale and take a breath and relax on. And uh, with that being shut down, I'm going to be kind of upset missing it, but I'm looking forward to what's coming to the future with that. The um, Look, I'm not even going to try to improve on what you said, Mike, because you exactly nailed exactly what I was feeling um, to a point. I mean, I, I really got nothing to add to that. Um, I'm, I don't know, except I'm a little bit more disheartened because I don't like like iconic things like that that because that's all I know is this version you know I, right oh that's right that's right you know, okay so when i see that changes takes a like that perspective. yeah so when it changes it's kind of like you know my son was you know super little when we started riding this you know he was you know 3 or whatever and mm-hmm. so i i it's not like it's going away guys i know that and i know it's going to be a great addition um i i think that it, it, you know we're always going to have the you know spaceship earth it's always going to be the iconic building of epcot and you know as of right now i'll just take it how's that fair enough let me ask you this because you know i i grew up a disney kid going to Mm -hmm. disney when i was started when i was you know couldn't talk couldn't walk couldn't do any of that um mike you've been going a long long time as well Mm -hmm. young teenager yeah jay as someone who um now you're seeing these things that when you fell in love with the parks Mm -hmm. Now a few things are changing, you know, mm-hmm. and they're going away. You're almost like the, I don't know why I keep going back to girlfriends, but you're almost like you have been with uh, the same girl since elementary school. Yeah, pretty and much. Now, mm-hmm. And now things are changing, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, certain things are going away. Uh, yeah. What What's the feeling? I mean, is it, is well, it weird for you? or It is very weird. And, and the reason, I think the, one of the big reasons why is everybody has that aha moment. We talk about that aha moment where you fall in love with Disney, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the things, when I see these changes, like the back, back lot, you know, moving and, and things changing and, you know, um, like over at Hollywood Studios especially, I think I was worried about losing that feeling that I had. When I was with my family there, you know what gotcha. I mean, and it's yeah. and it's not, and now I'm starting to understand it's not really a an attraction, really. I mean, you got your iconic attractions that are never going to go away, that I'm absolutely in love with, but I think I was just afraid of that that spot wasn't going to be there. Would I never? Am I going to remember that that time I had with my family there? You know, just little selfish stuff like that. Um, 
But, you know, as we move on, I'm really loving all these additions and changes that Disney is doing. I think it's I think they're doing a great job. I really do. Mike, with the changes to Spaceship Earth, are you most excited about the changes inside or the changes as you leave Spaceship Earth? So, you know, the best part about this ride is going to be when it's over. Uh, once you exit, there's going to be an amazing spot called Dreamer's Point, and there's going to be a Walt statue. Uh, very similar to the partner statue. It's got Walt kind of sitting down, kind of taking in, I guess, kind of overlooking the park, so to speak, and kind of reflecting on what he saw. My biggest complaint with that would have been they really should have added maybe Figment on his lap or a Figment sitting next to him to really, you know, the, the founder statue in Disney is amazing with, you know, holding mm-hmm. Mickey's hand, looking at the cat. But if they would have had Figment in that spot, I mean, there's still time. They can add it, right? Uh, you know a guy. That's where you and I are going to disagree, man. <laughs> I saw the rendering of it, the concept art of it. I absolutely fell in love with it because here is a man who created something. And and in the beginning of the show, I said, this is something that our grandkids are going to be a part of. Once that statue is there, it's never going to go. So our grandkids or our great-grandkids are going to be a part of that statue. You know what I mean? And we here we are mm-hmm. first seeing this thing firsthand. Um, I think it's perfect just the way it is, Mike. I'm going to disagree with you on that. However, I wouldn't be opposed to a figment being a part of it. Fair enough? Yeah, and you know, the the weird thing about that is when I saw that artist rendering mm-hmm. of Walt just kind of sitting there, I actually immediately thought of you with how you like to sit on the bench and just kind of take in the moments yeah. and look around the parks. Yeah. And that's almost got the similar feel to it, where Walt just kind of taking a break, sitting down, looking at what's going on around him. And uh, as soon as I saw that statue, you were the first person that I actually thought that's of. That's cool, man. That's cool. The cool thing is, is where it's located. Look, Walt's reach went further than he's ever you know he ever could have imagined it to be and now he's not only looking over the park but he's looking over all of world showcase and so he's pretty much looking over the world because look he he has created when you talk about iconic um figures in history i mean mickey mouse is is up there i mean you can go anywhere in the world and you put on a set of ears and people go mickey mouse in their language so the fact that he um now gets honored in this park to where as he laid on his deathbed, you know, he told his brother Roy, he said, I can see it. I can see it on the ceiling, Roy. I can see what Epcot looks like in my mind. And I can see what I what I want. And there's this and there's this. And, you know, he goes through the whole thing with Roy. And uh, right before he dies, that's that's the kind of the last conversation they have is, is about this park. So this was Walt's dream. Of course, you know, it modified, changed. It didn't really become the uh, the city that he imagined, the working city. But I think it's a perfect uh, um, throwback and a, and a perfect way to represent his um, vision of the world. It's it's not – look, this is going to be super corny, but it's a small world, you know? I mean, we're all right there. So I, I really am really, really – you don't think I'm not rushing there to get my picture taken? You bet it. It's going to be every time too. Hey, I want to shift gears here um, away from the man himself. Um Underneath that statue, you've got a couple levels. Um, there was something about um, dining or uh, food. Something is that? Does yeah. that mean they're not going to be uh, eating around the world? It's all going to be in there. No, no, no. So, so you still have, uh, of course, food and wine will will take place the way it's always taken place. It'll be okay. getting bigger every year. This will be where the festival center is for now on. They're creating a designated space. So the place you go to where they do the panels, they do the tastings, they do the um, different classes you can sign up for. Oh, uh, okay. That's where that's going to be now. And it, it, the the concept art, which I thought was really unique, is on this. It looked like it was the second floor. Hmm. They had an actual news desk to where I guess they're going to plan on doing more and more live videos from the parks. Um, okay. and, and using that news desk because that's an interesting thing to throw in concept art uh, that they're going to have a designated space for that. But, yeah, we're going to get – hey, I'm all for it. I don't have to walk all the way over to the corner of the park to get my uh, to get my food and wine uh, uh, magnet annual pass stuff <laughs> yeah, oh, and all yeah, that. Sure. You know, Now I get to go right there in this beautiful okay. spot. Um, but, Mike, i got to ask you, can you think of a better place to watch fireworks than right there on top of that with Walt sitting right there? No, and being that that's going to be that harmonious is going to be the largest ever fireworks spectacular. I mean, what what better spot? You know, the, what's in this? What they what they're saying is going to be the largest ever. You know, fireworks. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm telling you. How cool How cool would that news desk be for us to do a podcast? Oh, man? I'd love it. It's the first <laughs> thing I thought about. I was like, I'd love to sit right there and do a show. Who knows what it's going to end up being? You know, I, that's the cool part. I do like the D23 puts out news, but I do like the fact that they also allow us to dream a little bit. Yeah, they also yeah. go... Good hmm. point. What would that's you a, do? Yeah, that's a great point. Maybe they do that to maybe uh, get some feelers out there. I don't know. Right. That is an excellent point, Justin. Um, can we go ahead and just uh, touch on the Disney Genie real quick before we yeah, um, go? Um, and and this is a this is going to debut next year. Late next year, and the Disney Genie is going to be kind of uh, like an MDE, where um, it's going to allow you to, especially like first time, you know, people that are going to the parks. Uh, hey, look, I don't want thrill stuff. I want to eat lots of stuff. Um, I don't like spicy food. You know, whatever. Uh, you know, I want to mm-hmm. ride small attractions. You plug all this information in, and it's going to set your itinerary for you. I'm, I'm dare to say it's even going to go as far as trying to get you fast passes, or it, at least you know, will, I mean. Yeah. It's it's look man it looks pretty incredible and it looks um this is this is a technology that uh, wow I mean it's it's basically going to make this super easy because let me make a point there's a lot of people who go to Disney who get so frustrated because they don't know what they do they didn't they didn't plan it right um, because guys you know, you know as well as I do there's a lot going on and mm-hmm. this is going to really simplify that so. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. That's going to debut in the late 2020. Um, any thoughts on that, Mike? I'm not happy about that because I have a better genie for you, and that's Jamie and Justin from Away With Me Travel. Because <laughs> well, do that. Go. You know. Yeah. That, that's that. I don't like that because it's kind of taken that personality away from you know dealing with the traveling and having somebody with that experience. I mean, I guess if you don't want to deal with that and you kind of want to you know take it upon yourselves, that's great. But you know, using somebody who has the experience can maybe better tailor it to you. So, I mean, listen, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it rolls out. But I would prefer, me personally, to go with somebody who's had personal experience when it came to custom tailoring my day or my likes and whatnot because I can bounce my ideas off of a real person. Um, that's just my personal opinion on that. I, so when I saw that, I wasn't completely sold on it. But, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Justin, what do you think? Yeah, so we <laughs> we got an uh, I got an email about it and they were saying, you know, this isn't meant to uh to replace our travel professionals. Like we, you know, we bring kind of two different things. This is a stand-in um it's almost like saying I want this set thing or this set thing or this mm-hmm. set thing. And um it that will that will work for you. You know, it it really will and look it may make my job even easier if, if somebody says I want this. Like, hey, I got you. I got this covered. Yeah. Um but you know it it is it does it will have its limits from the email that we got um mm-hmm. as far as what it will be able to do and, and things like that i mean it's look it's gonna ask you a few questions but it's not gonna be able to get on the phone with you and go you know well tell me about johnny and tell me about you know his fears and tell me about this right. and you know was he afraid of the dark is he afraid of small spaces is he afraid, mm-hmm. you know it's a, it's a different situation but for those people who um who are looking just to use the app and especially if, look, if you are doing a last second trip, this is going to be super simple because mm-hmm. you'll be able to pop on there and just go, okay, I'm, I'm going in three days. Boom. You know what I mean? What's available? Yeah. What's, what can I get? Stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Disney's saying, hey, we're no, we're no means getting rid of our travel professionals. We, we love travel professionals and what they do. Um, this is just to make things even easier. So. I we'll think see. anytime anytime you simplify something, it makes it uh, better for everybody all the way around. Um, that was my first thought. Justin was was what Mike said, and um, and we talked about that for a moment. But so I'm glad you kind of uh, uh, you know shed some light on it. Um, you know, with technology expanding and and smartphones getting faster, and I mean, internet is blazing fast. I mean. We're going to have to have come up with new stuff. It's just going to have to happen. But I will say this, and then before I close up here, is um, it's all fun and games until you start running into a hurricane or something like that. And then you're, you're on the phone, and all of a sudden you get a text from your uh, travel agent saying, hey, I removed your I moved your flight. You're flying out in, in tomorrow morning, and I got you covered. Um, I'm just I'm just going to leave it at that because that's that's where you guys shine is – is uh taking care of the people so and we had that happen we had that happen just two weeks ago we uh we had we had a couple on their honeymoon flying back flight got delayed we were able to get them 500 hundred dollar vouchers per person get them free hotels get all their stuff paid for and uh get them rerouted so yeah that's awesome man and they got to sit in the bar and drink yeah right you know what else the genie can't do and that's book an amazing disney cruise and we know there's a new <gasps> cruise line coming out 
Justin, I know you are super excited about this because anytime you mention Cruise Line or California Grill, your eyes light up. So tell me about the new cruise ship. I am so happy to announce that we are getting the Disney Wish coming as the fifth ship at the Disney fleet. Um, and look, Riley's going to be so stoked, man, that she's getting Rapunzel on the back of the ship. That golden hair is going to be flowing down through the ship. Absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to see that ship and what it is and, and what it's bringing in. Look, I mean, the more ships you do, hopefully the prices get a little cheaper and uh, more <laughs> people get to go. So is this I'm all, cruise? I'm all for it. What size? Is this going to be magic size, dream larger, size? Larger. Larger than the largest dream? of the ship. Larger it than is. the fantasy and the, okay. and the dream. Yeah. Okay. All right. Katie guessed the name, didn't she? Katie did guess the name, yeah. Uh, Riley was hoping for imagination, and Katie okay. was guessing Wish, and uh, I was guessing Princess. Oh, okay. All right. But I was just hoping that they would have me on the back of the ship. I was going to say, know, I got nothing to say about that. Around, so. you know, hanging, <laughs> hanging from the wires. So. Hey, guys. Um, now that Hey, listen. I absolutely was thrilled that we got this D23 news. I was just... Happy as can be that, um, well, since I've been a Disney person, this has been some of the biggest news that's ever come out at any D23, I think, at one time. I mean, we're talking overhauls and all kinds of good stuff. So thank you for uh, sitting down with us and going on that journey. But I'm going to go ahead and just lead this right into trivia. Um, Last week's question was, how was Ronald Miller, former executive producer and president of the Walt Disney Productions, related to Walt Disney? Guys, and this goes back to your Disney 8. You guys who listened to Disney 8 knew the answer right off the bat. And the answer is, he was Walt Disney's son-in-law. I don't know, man. That would be a whole different dynamic to um, to know that... uh, to know Walt as his son-in-law, so that I think that would have been very interesting. He was a big um, dude, though. He played football, and yeah. uh, that's whenever he, yeah. So, and he came in, and look, he became a huge staple in the Disney company for a yeah, long he, time. If you're ever sure interested did. in that, go check out the Disney Eight. We talk yeah, about Ron Miller, super intelligent guy. Okay, so let's go with the new question, guys. You ready? In the animated feature *The Wind and the Willows*, whose testimony results in a guilty verdict for poor Toad? This is a good one. This is going back to Disneyland and old school Disney. I like this. Uh, you can text your answers to three one seven WDW Dads three one seven nine three nine three two three seven. While you're doing that, make sure to head over to www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, we're most active on Facebook. That's where we get all of our pictures. But check out our Twitter. we got lots of amazing things happening over there, lots of great people interacting with the show that aren't on Facebook. So you can follow us at Podcast Disney. Guys, if you want to email the show, it's super simple. It's DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. And one more thing, and I love asking of you this every week because it's your hug to us. If you're enjoying the show, head to iTunes right now. Pick up your phone. It takes three seconds. Give us five stars and make sure to slap a nice little review on there if you're enjoying the show. It helps us not only to grow the show but to uh, but to keep the positivity flowing through the Disney community uh, each and every week. So thank you guys so much for everything you do with that. You know, Justin, you mentioned what an incredible Facebook family we have and Twitter family and Instagram. And the best thing that I love out of our Facebook feed every week is our amazing, amazing pictures. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Jason, why don't you take our uh, first pick of the week this week? I am going to wish Sarah Webner a late birthday, belated birthday, and she has jammed the pictures with um, all this incredible food at Disney Springs. Did you guys see her post? I'm looking at cones with and, and, and tacos with cherries and all kinds of goodies, and her son is tearing them up, and wow, I'm telling you, Sarah, thank you for uh, making um, making me like Disney Springs just a little bit more. She is awesome. She had some great pictures, too, of uh, of her her little guy meeting all the princesses, and all. she's just been rocking the page. I absolutely love it. Yep. yep Mike, go ahead, buddy. Uh, oh, I get to yeah. go. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we couldn't have a week without Picture of the Week and and have a new member to our Disney family, and that would be Charmaine Failer. Had a baby. Congratulations, Charmaine. You have my pick of the week. Congratulations to you and the baby and your husband. I'm so glad everything is going well. And uh, definitely amazing picture. Pick of the week. Charmaine is 
just been awesome from day one and for her to allow us to go on the journey with her um, that's so awesome congratulations to you and your family absolutely amazing absolutely precious princess mira mira i absolutely love that's what a great name uh, at 6:41 a.m., we welcome Princess Mira. Congratulations, guys! That is absolutely awesome, uh, guys. I'm gonna give a uh, my pick of the week this week to our good, good friend Evan Landry. He uh, he said, "My wife insists I take a first day of school photo. Of course you should. I took one this year too, and I'm not even going to school." Um, I said, "Evan's last first day of college," and he says his school, and he says, "I like." food okay yeah we're in that boat too buddy and uh dude have an awesome awesome last year of school trust me <laughs> it doesn't get more fun <laughs> after you get out okay <laughs> so enjoy life is over huh? <laughs> so enjoy this year okay buddy uh we're very very proud of you man and we cannot wait to see you how you rep the uh the rep, rep disney and your uh your cap and gown at your graduation next year and post that in the group um, absolutely awesome, dude. I mean, changing your life. That's awesome. I, I want to do an honorable mention because if you remember a year ago, um, we had one of our members, Jordana um, Izzo. Mm-hmm. Um, is it pronounced Izzo, Mike? Izzo. Izzo? Izzo. Um, let us know that uh, baby was on its way, or baby was born, right? And now we're celebrating a year's birthday already, and it was a Mickey birthday. So happy birthday coming up very soon, Salvatore. Um Man, he's been he's been along the ride since uh, day one, you know. So it's awesome. I got to I got the Disney Dad fan for yeah, life. I got to meet him uh, last well, when we drafted. Uh, I got to meet him, and oh, okay. and he was on there. And he, I tell you, he drafts a better football team than I. I was going to say, did he pick sure. your kickers? It for wasn't him? even. You know what actually happened? And this is so. I'm being dead serious. I actually drafted two kickers. You did not. I did. I did not mean to. <laughs> I, I hit a wrong button. If you go look at I drafted two kickers. Wow. Did I you know what know I did that. my first year? I picked all Packers because I didn't know what I was doing. And then yeah. then you looked at me and went, And they're on the bye hey, week. Hey, your third week is a bye week. <laughs> oh, put up no, no points. And I got zero points that week. <laughs> I did. Oh. I drafted two kickers. So I'm going to be on the trade the trade block here real soon. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. We all, we all have got to have some fun with that. What do you do? So, well, you got negotiating power, man. That's right. I'll do something. Yeah, Picks of the Week. They're coming at you guys. They're for sale. Absolutely. All right, guys. You know, we had some amazing D23 news. Uh, It's good. Like you said, Jason, it's going to be news for us, for our kids, for our grandkids. This is stuff that's going to be around for a long time. Uh, I had a great time, you know, kind of touching on some of the Disney news with you guys tonight. A lot of stuff I'm looking forward to. And more importantly, I'm looking forward to, you know, just spending more time with the family on vacation and enjoying these new developing stuff that's going to be popping up. Yeah, speaking of developing here, I just want to go on my closing words. Is I'm actually going to be a little commercial here. Um, did you guys see that Target, uh, which Target already had a lot of exclusive Disney stuff already, but uh, is it 41 stores? I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up top of my head here. I think it's like 25 the by the end of this year and okay. then an additional 35 next year. Okay, yeah. it's um, So uh, Disney is going to be putting a small section in... Um, uh, in their target of a Disney store, um, you know, I, this isn't nothing new for us. We have like payless that we're inside the shop goes and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, the concept is, you know, you guys all know the concept. Um, I think we're looking at 450 or 500 products that are going to be in this little area That's here. Awesome though. Um, yeah. So, but. It's uh, very limited stores, guys. So you, you might have to drive a little bit. Um, I'm not. I I would imagine these are going to be kind of be test tests, yeah. you know, and and then you'll see them spread out uh, maybe to a hundred or two hundred different targets. But either way, anytime that and look, I just love walking through the aisles. I don't even really have to buy anything. How fun is it? It's almost like a museum. Like, oh, look at this Star Wars stuff and check out the Moana. And I just, I'm a, I'm a, a picture, you know, what is that called? A window shopper? That's, window that's shopper. me. Yeah, it's me. I'm a window shopper. Unless it comes to high-end stuff and that I can't afford and then whatever. Anyways, so um, that is going to be my closing words right there, guys, except for I would really love it if you guys have a great weekend. Justin and I had a fantastic time at the Disney Store in Times Square last week. I wasn't even going to mention that, guys, but since you have, it was. Uh, it looks like you. Did you guys get kicked out, or you guys were legit, right? You. You could. You could see people. We're Disney royalty. We don't get. Kicked you could out. see people staring at me as I tried on every mask in the place, and they're just like, "Oh mm-hmm. gosh, this guy," you know. Yeah. yeah, Mike. I think Mike had had enough. <laughs> yeah, it, it's when when you were in New York City, 
and people are we're in Times Square, you. yeah, and you're at Times Square on top of it, and people are giving you the stink eye. Yeah, you are doing something right, my friend. Yeah, hundred percent. He was really happy with all of my antics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, look, D twenty three. We only get this a couple, you know, every uh, every couple years, and it is the Christmas for Disney fans. We get to unwrap what's coming in our our parks, and and we love seeing all the news and what's coming to the screens, and and just. Everything that we are going to be able to experience over the next, you know, decade with uh, with Disney. But I want to leave everybody with this. I want to leave you with a quote. And it says, Epcot is an experimental prototype community that will always be in a state of becoming. It'll never cease to be a living blueprint of the future. And that was by Walt Disney. And I think that this new imagination of Epcot and what Epcot is, is living true to Walt's words and the fact that it's ever-changing and uh, it will never be completed. And I think he would be very, very happy as he sits uh, where he his new home will be there um, and uh, looking over his creation of Epcot. So I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm ready to see those construction walls go up. It's gonna, it's going to be interesting for a few years, but once it's done, it's going to be beautiful. And I cannot wait to experience Epcot with you guys, with our Disney family, with everyone out there listening. We can't wait to see you guys real soon in the parks. Good night, guys. Have a good night. See you real soon. Happy birthday, a great big to do. Let's celebrate, yeah, celebrate you. So make a wish, make a wish on your special day. You're looking great, so great. Come celebrate. Happy birthday from us to you. Yes, from the place where dreams do come true. So here's a wish. One, two, three, four, part harmony. Happy birthday, your special day. Yes, to you. Hi, Dad. It's me, Sammy, calling in to wish you a magical birthday. Love you lots. Hey, Dad. Happy birthday. I hope you have the best day. I love you. From Dad. Hi, Mr. Mike. It's Riley. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, and can I come play in your pool tonight? Mike, the Italian stallion himself. Happy birthday. I can't be uh, any more uh, just happy for you today, man. In case you haven't recognized this incredible voice, this is Jason, your co-host. And uh, look, Justin and I uh, got nothing but love for you, my friend. Yes, Justin, I'm speaking for you too, man, because I know you got some magical stuff planned for this guy. But Mike, by the time you get this at the end of the episode, you're going to be so tired of my voice because I probably inundated you with a thousand text messages through the day like I told you I was going to. Anyways, brother, happy birthday to you. It's, uh, you deserve to have a magical day. Hi, this is Jeff Barnes, a.k.a. Dr. Disneyland, and I understand that Mike has a birthday, so I'm calling today from Southern California, wishing him a very magical birthday and many more to follow. Happy birthday. Hey, guys. This is Chris Mastrakis from New York. Um, I'm just calling to say, Mike, you've been an amazing friend. I've known you for almost 30 years now. You're an incredible father, an incredible friend, and I just want to wish you a happy birthday, brother. Many, many more. You have a beautiful family, and I love you, bro. Happy birthday. Hey, Mike. This is Kevin Kessler from the Two Men in the Mouse podcast. On behalf of my co-host, Pete, and myself, just want to wish you a really happy birthday, and thank you for all the work you do alongside the Disney Dads, bringing a lot of great, wholesome Disney content to the airwaves. Can't wait to see you in the park, and looking forward to hearing you guys for years to come. Keep up the great work. Love you guys, and happy birthday. Hey, guys. It's uh, Dan Rossi here. I uh, just wanted to put a quick call in. I don't typically call into the line, but I uh, wanted to thank you guys for all you do. Uh, hands down, the best Disney podcast out there. Uh, but that's not the only reason I'm calling today. Today is actually a very special day. I wanted to call to wish a very happy birthday 
to the one and only Big Mike. Mike, I hope you have a fantastic day today. Enjoy it with friends and family. And uh, hopefully on the next podcast, uh, Justin and Jason will sing a resounding happy birthday to you. Have a great day, buddy. Take care. Hey, Mike. It's Michael Taylor. I just wanted to wish you a wonderful and happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful day and get to spend your birthday with Laura and the girls. And just, just make it a great one, man. You have a wonderful day, guys. Hey, Diz and Dad, it's me, Jacob Moore. Hey, I just wanted to call in and wish uh, Mike a very happy birthday. One of the, of, it has to be a special occasion that I will sing to you, but I will sing you a short birthday song. Here it goes. Here's your birthday song. It ain't very long. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, getting to know you, and uh, I consider it a great honor to uh, call you my friend. Happy birthday, man. Here's some many more. Hey, Disney Dad. Uh, this is Rachel Barnes. Thank you for bringing this podcast. You know, it's life. My kids were in the car right now. They'd be saying the same thing. My favorite thing was to you in the car. And I enjoy your, your take on everything Disney and everything Star Wars, especially. From one Star Wars and to another. Michael, I hope you have a great day. And I hope someday, too, you can be. So guys, I had a lot of fun talking to you tonight about all the exciting plans that were announced at this year's D23 Expo, especially all the ones that are going to be ready for Disney World's 50th birthday coming up next year. Speaking of birthdays, that brings me to my favorite part of the show, Birthdays of the Week. I'm going to go first and pick our good friend, Mike Stolfi. Happy birthday, Mike. Love, the Zobels. Hi there, Mike. This is Morty Monster from the Morty Monster YouTube channel, wishing you a very happy birthday. I love the Disney dads and love listening to you guys all the time. Thanks for all you do, and have the most magical birthday around. Hey, Mike, it's Jamie. I just wanted to wish you a very, very, very magical birthday, and I hope you have a fabulous day. Happy birthday. Bye. Hi, Mike. This is Cheryl Padilla calling. I'm calling to wish you a very happy birthday. I uh, just wanted to say on um, a special day um, that it was really great to meet you and your wonderful family this summer in Disney World and on a cruise. And you're an amazing guy, and I really hope you have the best day. And I've got someone else here who wants to wish you a happy birthday. I'm Alec. Cheryl. Fun. And I'm here to wish you a very magical happy birthday. Take care, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye. Is this thing on? I uh, I didn't know I had to use a rotary phone to make a, make a birthday wish to you, my old friend. But I hope your day is absolutely magical. I hope you've had a great time. You are an amazing part of uh, mine, Katie, and Riley's life. We love you guys, and uh, I hope you have a fantastic time celebrating your 56th birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. See ya. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.